First of all, most notably, Jacoby Brissett. So, wow. Uh, Hilton, Justin Houston, Danico Autry, Malik Hooker, Xavier Rhodes. So the entire defense is basically has to get paid now. But they're not paying Malik Hooker, and they're not paying um, – who's the second one you said? Uh, Autry. I said Houston, Autry, Hooker, Rhodes. Okay. I think they should re-sign Rhodes, but he's looking – I mean, he got a prove-it deal from the Colts. He may be gone because – Rhodes made I mean, some big plays. Know. He made some big plays. Yeah. I mean, pro football focus had him like top five corner halfway through the year. So, I mean, he did what he set out to do, and I don't know that he's going to take anywhere near the money he took last time. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. Corey, are you here? Corey, are you here? Yeah, what did he say? Um, I think the podcast just started. I don't know. Give me one second. You're listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Each week, Tony Dyer leads the huddle and tackles the hottest topics around the NFL. He's joined by guests from all around the football world, bringing their insights and reactions to the news and noise of the National Football League. Subscribe now to join the huddle. Welcome back at Tuttle Up, a football podcast. I'm Tony, joined by Daniel and Corey, as always. Welcome back, guys. Um, what were we just talking about? So the free agency here, we were saying the Colts defense, like Houston, Autry, Hooker, and Rhodes are all up to be re-signed. And what did you just say, Daniel? I, I said the first thing was I guarantee Malik Hooker is gone. Like They, they tried to trade him before this year. They drafted his replacement. He did amazing, and now he's a free agent. Malik Hooker is not going to be a Colt in 2021. I can guarantee you that. But also, Xavier Rhodes is an interesting one because he's someone I think the Colts should re-sign. He did really well. Um, he had kind of a crappy year his last year in Minnesota, and he took a prove-it deal uh, from the Colts, and it was – Super cheap money. The Colts got one of the best values in the league, really. And uh, I don't know that he's going to be back because the Colts would have to really step it up and pay him pay him a lot more than what they paid him this year. I don't have the contract details in front of me of what they paid him this year. For who? Uh, do, you, do you have those, Xavier Rhodes? I'm on it. Yeah, it was it was just a super cheap, prove-it deal. And, uh, I mean, he's going he's gonna to get at least double per year what what they paid him to go on a different team. It wasn't a big contract. A million, one and a half million with a million oh my God. signing bonus, uh, $500,000 roster bonus. And oh seven, my God. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, did I say double? I meant quadruple. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. he's not even going to be close. Am I crazy? So, Wait a minute. What, oh, one year, a $3 million, one year, $3 million contract. I'm sorry. I was three million. Yeah, okay. I wouldn't Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I was looking at individual lines. I didn't add them all up. I apologize. Still though. I mean, that's super cheap. So, I mean, they're, he's going to have suitors after last year. I, I think pro football focus ranked him as like a top five corner halfway through the year. And it's not like he had a bad second half. So, um, he's, he was a great player for the Colts. And if they want him, they're going to have to really step it up and sign him. Yeah, I think they're going to pay him. I think they're. I think he's a guy that gets a deal. What did you say as far as um, free agent money goes? As far as that, I'm sorry. Um, what am I thinking here? Uh, money available to spend on players. What is that called? 
cap space. What yep. did you say? You said uh, Colts were like top three in cap space. The last time I checked, they were a um, couple of things that happened since then. Do you have those numbers in front of you? I think I don't have cap space. No, I, that, I tried to look that up, but it's actually it was way difficult. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. I mean, if what I'm looking at is correct, it's like tremendous. <laughs> what are you looking at? Somehow I have total team cap space. Like available is 65 million, which cannot be right. Wow. It's, it's not right. I'll just tell you that right now. There's just no way. How much is total? Like what's the total number? What's the big number? Uh, I think it was like 120 something. Um, hold on. Half the roster. There is a salary cap floor of a, Seventy-five million per team. Okay. Okay. So that would mean, yeah, that's that's true. What's true? As of January fifteenth, the Colts project to have nearly sixty-six million dollars in available cap space under the salary cap. Oh my god, that's like a third of a of a roster, right? No, well, so yeah. 70, like if everybody got the same, yeah. total, yeah, so 66 the, the third of the three. Okay. So notable contracts here. Uh, Philip Rivers is out, which is great because uh, that was you know twenty five million last year. Um, Ty. Uh, so he hits the market. Um, most recent per year average is like thirteen million. Uh, do you guys honestly think that T.Y. is coming back? I think, he, uh, I, yeah, I think he comes back for, for the right price. I don't, if he's expecting a big contract, I don't think they'll do it. Um, I, I don't know that he will. Do you think he will? I don't think he expects big money. I think he would rather be a Colt than to put a, to put so big of a price tag on his head that he, he just disappears. I think he'd rather play. Yes. And I don't expect him to ask for big time money. He just, unfortunately he just hasn't performed. He hasn't performed the way that we, that he has in the past, I guess in in the past at that one point, wasn't he on the, the receiving leader recently, like last three or four years. Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but since then, I mean, he really hasn't done it. So he, I do think that he stays with the Colts because they're going to give him a fair offer. He doesn't have to change anything. He's familiar with the system and the offense and it's, and it's a good environment to be in. So yeah, I expect him back. Now, having said Corey, that, think, I, don't think think gonna the, I don't think he's going to be, I don't think he's going to be the lead guy though. Corey, just, I'll shut up. Corey, go ahead, Corey. I, the only way Ballard brings back is if he thinks the money's worth it, whatever TY wants. So it's really hard to tell. You don't know what that conversation is going to be. You can't really <clears throat> with Chris Ballard, it's hard to, uh, hard to predict it so um i guess we'll see i know chris Ballard's big on depth so for the right price i think he definitely wants to keep him around he's still a good player and he just hasn't had the quarterback to get him to his all-star level that he just used to so well he is getting yeah, older though at, i mean he's getting at older. 31 he's 31 right now i think he's gonna be 32 by the time the season starts if i'm not mistaken i i don't anticipate him like wanting a lot so Right. He may be back. That's what I'm saying. I don't think he's going to ask for too much. I think it'll be a reasonable deal for everybody. I'll be glad to have him back. 
I don't, I don't want to see a world where T.Y. Hilton's the one. I would hope that maybe Michael Pittman can grow into an alpha role. And, oh, he will. You know, and, and, and then that makes sense. You know, that makes a lot of sense with uh, a developed Pittman on one side and T.Y. Hilton on the other. I like that. I'm not going to – I mean, guys, what's there not to I, like about that? Yeah, I mean, people forget how big of an injury Michael Pittman had. I mean, coming out of college, Michael Pittman was a dominant, like, ex-receiver. And he was projected to be that for the Colts. And then he, he had like decent injury. I mean, he was gone half the year and it probably should have been more, but the dude's tough and he came back and showed some flashes. And with T.Y.'s age, I would not be surprised if Michael Pittman turns out to be, you know, by week three or so the X receiver. And then I anticipate the Colts going out and getting someone else. Um, whether it's in free agency, hell, they may even do it, you know, both free agent wide receiver and address it in the draft too. And then usually guys with age that aren't, you know, super big, you know, like Julio, I think T.Y. we're going to see him a lot in the slot this year. That would be incredible. Um, That'd be great. Yeah. I I think that would be ideal. Um, Just because guys like him that are like route running technicians are a lot better in the, in the slot. I mean, look at Larry Fitzgerald in Arizona. He's a slot guy now. He used to be their ex for, you know, X amount of years. And now he's a slot guy. And that's kind of where those older receivers gravitate towards. I mentioned Rivers. I mean, we're assuming that Rivers is, you know, just done. He's not going to sign with another team. He's just going to retire. What he's do you guys retired, think about yeah. Brissett? He's retired. Is Brissett coming back? You think he's coming to the Colts again? Um. I think it depends on what we do at the quarterback position. Obviously, you don't want to have to pay him again just to be a backup. Um, but if, say, let's say they go um, with our guy Trey Lance in the draft at you know around twenty. Yeah, Jacoby's a guy you might bring back for a year if he's okay with it for Trey Lance to sit behind because Jacoby's a pro um, and he could. I think Trey Lance could definitely learn from him, even though Jacoby's not top tier quarterback in the league, but it's somebody he could for sure learn from, you know, Jacoby would probably only play half the year and then Trey Lance would come in at some point. So I think it just depends on the situation and what Ballard's thinking, but it's possible that Jacoby returns. We'll see. So a few things here. First of all, uh, actually my fiance, Melissa, we joke about this at work sometimes about how she taught me everything I know about football and like everybody laughs and makes fun of me for it. But the truth is, (laughs) the truth is, Melissa taught me everything that I know about football and the honest reality, like I honestly wouldn't even know about football if I didn't want to date this girl. That's where it all started. So, okay. Now that's out of the way. Okay. But anyway, she sent me this. Tweet. She sent me a tweet from, let me see here. It's from Kevin Bowen and it references at sports betting AG. They've got 21,000 followers. So I think they're the real deal. Uh, Jacoby plus 300. So it's the odds for quarterback. Jacoby is plus 300. Stafford is next at 400. Dalton at five. Eason at eight. Hoyer at 1,000. Daniel at 1,200. I assume Chase Daniel. I don't know for sure. Uh, and then a rookie at 1,200. So first of all, mm. odds, odds favorite is Jacoby, who's a free agent. That's terrible. That's, that's terrible. That's the odds favorite. And now here's, my, here's a couple of things that Corey said. First of all, with the draft. I think there's a 0% chance that Chris Ballard's taking a, a quarterback in the first round of the draft. He made a, com- uh, he made a comment to some press 
that basically suggested that if he takes the pressure of taking a quarterback in the first draft in the first round is that halfway through the season, the, the crowd is hammering the general manager and the coach for not starting that first round pick. And then at the end of the season, they're hammering the general manager and the coach for having a bad quarterback. He said, he's not going to put that pressure on the team. This team doesn't need that right now. I don't believe that there's going to be a rookie quarterback taking over unless they do something crazy where it's Trevor. I mean, it would have to be the craziest thing that Chris Ballard has ever done in his life to get to the one one and get Trevor Lawrence. If he does that, then we've got a rookie quarterback, but I think that's what it takes. Otherwise it's going to be a veteran guy. I honestly think when I see this list, it makes perfect sense to me. Stafford, Dalton, Dalton. Why has nobody been talking about Andy Dalton? Because the, maybe because the Cowboys sucked, I guess that's it. But that guy can behind, I mean, that, that, that guy can manage a team. He's no different than Philip Rivers. Really? I mean, really, he's not that different. So for me, I think we're going to get a veteran guy here. I don't think he's going to spend a lot of money. I think it's going to be disappointing, but Corey also mentioned maybe a free agent wide receiver. So maybe that's where the money gets spent. I don't know. There's a lot of things that could happen here, but as far as the quarterback goes, I don't see them signing Jacoby to be the backup, and I don't see them signing him to be the starter. They're, Ballard's not going to – If he could take somebody in the first round. He's just not going to say that ever. But he's not going to force a splash. So now if him and Wright get together and they're like, oh, my God, we've got to have Trey Lance. This is our guy for the next 15 years. We have to have him. Then they'll make that splash. But it's, you know, if it's maybe it's Matt Stafford, which I think would be a great option, they're, they're going to do whatever they think is best for the team. It, it, and they're going to spend the money that they think that moves worth. So if they want, let's say they want to sign Dak Prescott, but he wants 50 million a year. Well, they're not going to do that. So of course they're going to, they're going to be smart about it. Yeah. I, th- I think we're, we're in good hands. I absolutely, whatever they do, I trust it. If, if he decides it's J- Jacoby Brissett, we'll be fine. We'll still be a playoff yeah, team. It, this was Ballard's quote, Tony. You were talking about that press conference. He said, "There's a difference between taking one, taking a quarterback, and taking the right quarterback." So what Corey's saying is exactly correct. You know, there's a difference between you know what the Bears did a couple years ago: moved up, traded a bunch away, got Trubisky. The whole you know franchise is in turmoil. You know, everybody hates the situation. Allen Robinson's, you know, begging to get out. It's just a horrible situation all because of the quarterback. And then you look at the Chiefs. The Chiefs moved up in the in that same draft, drafted the right guy, and their whole franchise is flipped, and they're about to – they're knocking on the door for a repeat Super Bowl champion. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So, what, did you, what were you about to say? And they're about to what? You almost I said, said – you almost well, said about to win it. I, I changed it because, I mean, <laughs> well, because I, I don't know if they're going to win. Okay. Sneak peek. We'll, we'll talk about later, that in a second. We'll talk about, we'll talk about that in a second. But it, that's exactly what Ballard is saying. He's protecting himself because he said that thing. He said, taking a quarterback in the first round will get y'all off my butt for a little bit. But the moment he doesn't play well, I'm getting run out the door. That's which is what exactly correct. Yes. Which is exactly correct, which is why he is smart. And the thing about Chris Ballard and Frank Reich is that they're not going to go straight to the press and say, this is our guy. You know, we want this guy. We're interested in these guys. It's like Corey saying, they're going to keep it super quiet 
if they like a guy, they're going to try and find a way to go up and get him. And I think I am not expecting the Colts to do it, which is what is so exciting that they could actually do it. And we've talked at work, me and Corey, specifically about Trey Lance. It's the perfect guy. He's like super under the radar, didn't play last year. He opted out. And I don't know if you guys have watched, you know, highlights of Trey Lance. He's great. He is really, really good. My brother sent me a text this morning that said, did you know Trey Lance didn't throw an interception his entire freshman season, which is hard to do in college when you're a starter as a freshman. So he is very, very good. He's mobile. He does it all. And he didn't play last year. So you know, guys like Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, they're out of the equation. You know, it's going to be the Zach Wilson or the Trey Lance. Those, those two are the guys that the Colts might be targeting. And Zach Wilson, I fear, is going to fly up draft boards when everybody sees, you know, Senior Bowl. So Trey Lance is going to be the guy that I feel like would be a perfect fit with the Colts. And we've talked about it at work. That would just be so great if they got him. Maybe so. I don't. I still don't see a world where a rookie is the starting quarterback for the Colts. I don't see it happening. Exactly. Yeah. I think. Let's say they do draft Trey Lance. Like I said, they could bring a guy like Jacoby back or uh, Andy Dalton. Somebody that to okay, at least have that's perfect. Like, like a, I, I don't know. A one year contract. I don't it's see a it. one year contract for Jacoby or Andy Dalton. Okay. 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 And Trey Lance is there. Fitzpatrick. I don't. I don't think he does it with no. Jacoby. I don't. Th- he's had that experiment already. I don't think so. Jacoby. Jacoby's not good enough to be a starter. He goes after, you know, a guy like Andy Dalton fills the void, you know, like, kind of like a Ryan Fitzpatrick role. You know, they talk to him. While wait a minute. Wait, whoa. Him, like, Is Andy Dalton the new Ryan Fitzpatrick? Did that just happen? <laughs> In this situation, it did. <laughs> Andy Dalton is the new Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> Ryan anyway. Fitzpatrick, so much cooler I'm than sorry, Andy Dalton. Ryan Fitzpatrick's way cool. <laughs> But it, but it's time. But Pass the you torch. know, so they draft they draft this guy and they sit down and tell him it's like, listen, your role this year is to win us as many games until he comes in. That's the plan, and he's okay with it. Just like he, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick was with two no, this year. I'm not okay with that. Neither is Frank Wright. Neither is Chris Ballard. Nobody's okay. You never with know. That. No, you never I know what know. they're okay with. I know. I know what they're okay with. They want to win games. That's it. Exactly. They want to put the games. quarterback in that will win them more games. They built the defense. They built the offensive line. They don't have time to play this game where they develop a quarterback. They need a guy who can how you, manage. How do you know they haven't been? Maybe Jacob Eason's the answer, boys. Maybe Eason. Jacob the Eason's been. Okay. Sitting, okay. Jacob Eason's been sitting in the back room. Nobody's seen him, but the Colts have seen him. He he could come out, and they could be like, "Yeah, this is our guy. He's an absolute stud." They put him on the field. We go twelve and four. I don't think he's. A stud. I, I think I think they actually have already commented that said that he won't be uh, competing for a starting role this year. No. <laughs> have they really no. said that? I, I think oh so. no. Yeah, so I'll have to go find. I'll have to go find it, but they, <laughs> I don't think we're going to see Jacob Eason on the field. I did not see that coming. I don't know about that either. <laughs> My buddy texted right. me this morning. He goes, "Who's going to be the starter for the Colts next year?" I said, "Well, it's probably going to be Philip Rivers." And he texts me back. He goes, "Philip Rivers just retired." I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> and you're like, "CBD." Here's the deal. CBD. Stop. 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 Really. What are they going to do with all this money? So we looked at the team 
And the only player he's, we didn't talk he, about that's really, like there. Wait, wait, wait. There are two players that we didn't talk about offensively that are important to the offense: Trey Burton and Marlon Mack. So, real quick, are we going to pay Burton and are we going to pay Mack? And should we? Real quick, yes or no? No, 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 no on both. No, no on, on both. both. Hard, hard no. I would pay Burton, but I'd let Mack go. Nope. nope. You keep talking about going. all the cap that the Colts have. He's not going to spend that money. I he he might spend a third of it in free agency. Right. So here's the thing to look at with that. I totally agree. You had a team that everybody in that building thought, legitimately thought that they could win a Super Bowl this year. Me included. I mean, they were a good, complete team and he still didn't spend the money. Wouldn't you just want to go balls to the wall if you had a great team? Wouldn't you want to try and, you know, make it better, sure up all the pieces? I mean, you know, what we're just talking about, top three, top five and cap states. And they're a Super Bowl caliber team. He wants the flexibility. He's—they're not just going to go out and just blow it all one year like the Miami Dolphins. I wouldn't be shocked if if Ballard takes this year and next year and spends all of that money to keep the players that he wants and to buy the players that he needs. That's what I'm saying. That he's, I would—he's going. I would be shocked he's buying if he somebody. buys the players. He's I would be shocked somebody. if he buys those players. He's gonna he's gonna spend that money re-signing the Quentin Nelson. Yes, of course. The players like that. Yeah, of course, of course. But there's plenty yep. of money left to buy the spot, like you said, Daniel, to shore up that hole. Anyway, did we do? He's a, not gonna do it. What are we doing with? They better spend money on receiver. They have to spend money on receiver. This I'm fine year. With I'll this. just say that. I love like, it. if they can't just draft somebody else because Michael Pittman didn't have enough time, and then you have Ty, so it's like if you if you resign Ty, that's not the answer. And then, so you have the same exact roster. You come back next year. You have Zach Pascal. I mean, you got to spend some money at wide receiver. But that's the great thing. We're talking about almost an entirely complete team, except for one of the most uh, important positions, which is quarterback, which they probably have a plan. You know, if we get Matt Stafford, there it is. Super Bowl team again. Wow. Look, Matt Stafford, I think. I love it. Too. I wouldn't. I would not be surprised. I love it. it. Matt Stafford on the Colts puts us in top five contenders immediately. I mean, good God! If Matt Stafford's agent was like, "Hey, you have a couple offers, and one of them is uh, one of the best offensive lines in the league," are you sick of getting the shit beat out of you? He'll <laughs> <laughs> be like, "I don't care what they're offering. Sign me up. Sign me up. Yeah. Can I pay them?" <laughs> please yeah <laughs> like it would actually cost me less money to pay them to play football <laughs> and he gets out of detroit are you kidding me <laughs> <laughs> okay 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 so uh, that's never be a great signing anything else I about the colts that. that's been a colts deep dive we got a deep dive here we're gonna get a sound drop for the deep dives hey you know like what you said this is our colts deep dive and we're gonna have several deep dives here throughout the year on several different teams uh that we like and know a lot about but um, it's going to be exciting with with a team like this with no quarterback basically right now and this much cap space. I mean, give it three weeks and something could be completely different. It's awesome. So we have what March? When is free agency? Be? It's mid March sometime. I don't know the exact date, but man, we're going to know a lot more about this Colts team, or maybe a lot less. I guess. <laughs> yeah, maybe a lot less. <laughs> Okay. Well, we, what we know a lot more about is the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl picture. Like we're figuring out now. We're down to four teams. So I'm moving us on officially from this Colts playoff dive to we have an, an obligation to discuss the last four teams in the NFL. 
Two games left, mm-hmm. guys. There's two games. Wait, wait. Two weekends of football left. This Three weekend, games total. And next weekend. And then Three. next weekend. Three. No, we don't even have uh. the Pro Bowl. What? What's shit? So, wait, wait. Uh. Officially, we do have a Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl will be the five-shot episode where we discuss Super Bowl prop bets. It'll happen on the Pro Bowl weekend. Got it? Sweet. All right. Cool. We're- also, Also, I think, and I'm not sure, but I think I bet Daniel that... New England would have more wins than Tampa Bay. Did this happen? No. I, I think I did. I bet Corey, and then Corey didn't take the bet, and Daniel said he'd take it. I think that's how it happened. I'm afraid I, I took Tampa Bay, right? Yeah, I'm afraid I owe 10 shots of fireball. I might be fucked, guys. <laughs> oh, no. I'll go back and find it, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure. I'll, I'll find it, and when I find it, I'm going to paste it in right here. Who do you bet would have a better record, Corey? Do you think the Patriots or the Buccaneers are going to have a better record? Dude, I have no idea. Come on, I let's make a bet. Let's make a bet. I still owe you five shots. I'll double it to five more. You ready? So this is a five-shot bet. I bet that the New England Patriots have more wins than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't, I don't, I won't, I can't take that bet. I don't like this. What are your bets, best oh, of the week? Hey, Tony, 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 I'll take it. I'll take that bet. We gotta take so it. wait, I say, I say the New England Patriots win more games than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What do you say, Daniel? I say the Bucs are going to win more games than the Pats. I'm pretty sure I'm fucked, guys. All right. Well, I'm going to text Melissa and make sure you're actually taking these shots. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's going to be such a great episode. Anyway, it'll be a bad You guys episode. are going to have to, you guys are going to have to, like what you said in that one episode, it was like two weeks ago or three weeks ago when I wasn't a part of it. Remember, you guys were going to uh, try and trap me into taking a bet that I would surely lose so that I have to take shots. It's too late. We didn't yeah. make a plan. Uh, we have three more weeks of football. I mean, what are you talking about? We, we, we have this week. We have one more week, really. I mean. Right. So uh, just think about it. Okay. Wait, what are you going to bet me? What are you going to bet me for five shots? So anyway, okay. so we, got, we got bets. Yeah. And, and we'll do that on. Uh, we'll do the we'll do the shots on uh, what would be Pro Bowl weekend. Is that that's not happening, right? Pro Bowl. Yeah. Pro Bowl is done. Yep. So. Okay. Okay. So, what are the games? You guys take it over. Uh, which one's the first one? Uh, Tampa, Tampa Bay. Bay at Green Bay. Minus three and a half for Green Bay. I'm going to go last because I really like this game. Corey, what uh, do you think? What do you think is going to happen the here? Pack, the, the Packers are going to smear the Buccaneers all over the road. The Buccaneers did not look good last week at all. They just happened to get four interceptions, and like half of them were tipped. But they did not look very good. The Packers are still clicking. Um, I, I don't really have anything else to say about it. I think the Packers absolutely demolish them. I'd smash that minus three and a half, whatever that spread is, because um, sh- they should just work the Bucks. The Bucks are. I saw a stat. They finished the season one and four against teams that finished over five hundred. Um, I think I heard that on the radio. So they beat a lot of teams that have losing records. And the Packers definitely don't have a losing record. So I like Aaron Rodgers a lot more here. No, I, I like Tampa Bay a lot better here, actually, as a matter of fact. 
you brought up a really great stat. It was one in four against teams over 500. So if that's a correct stat, which I did not check, I just wrote it down. I'm trusting you. The Bucks beat Green Bay 38 to 10 in the matchup earlier this year. I just, I, I really think, I really think that the Bucks offense is better than Green Bay's offense. And, and, and the, that comes down to Green Bay has Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Jones. And that's it. Vada Scantling does a good job. Lazard fills in. Is Lazard back, by the way? Wait a minute. Am I, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, yeah. Long, long touchdown last week. That's right. He's that's back. right. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to say that, that Green Bay has nothing, but Tampa Bay has so much. And it's led by a guy who makes a living off of Super Bowls. I mean, that's 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 what we've got going on here. I think Tampa Bay will beat Green Bay off of sheer will and of, of the offense. And and I don't even care about defensive stats. I th- I, honestly, I think Tampa Bay's defense, is it is it graded a little bit higher than Green Bay's? I don't know for sure. I, maybe one, it's gotta of, you guys, be. one it's of you guys gotta can be. help me out with that. But defense aside, if I was just looking at an offensive system here, I, Tampa Bay's going to win. Tampa Bay's going to the Super Bowl. Um. God, I I hate this game and I love it at the same time. I immediately, like just in my mind, I agree with Corey because Tampa Bay, they scored all of their points except for one field goal off of the turnovers that their defense created. So their offense did not win this ball game, even though they finished those drives, those picks that they had on Drew Brees, were what gave them the field position to finish those drives. They didn't, like, you know, force the Saints three and out, and they didn't take a drive to a touchdown that whole game. So all their points came off turnovers. And Tampa Bay did crush Green Bay 38-10. to 10. I'm looking at the stats right now from that game earlier in the year. Aaron Rodgers was 16 of 35. He had two picks. Held Devontae Adams to 61 yards. That's the recipe. Um, I love Tampa Bay's defense. I mean, my two favorite players on that defense, uh, you know, I talked about Antoine Winfield last week. He came up with a couple great plays this week. And then Devin White. Devin White may be my absolute favorite player on this whole defense maybe of all the defenses that are left. I love Devin White at, at uh, linebacker. God, this is such a tough game. This this game is tougher than the next one. I'll tell you that. I think, man, I put a draft, I, I put a DraftKings bet earlier this week that Tampa Bay would win, but I'm going to take the Packers. I'm going to go against Tom Brady in the playoffs. I I'm gonna take the Packers to win this game. I, I, could the, just, I could just feel it. Are you gonna do uh, Packers money line or minus three and a half? Uh, I think uh, I think they win by more than three and a half. Honestly, okay. um, I, I just feel like Aaron Rodgers is unstoppable right now. Devontae Adams just could not be contained, and they need to play Aaron Jones more. But I could just see Tom Brady. God, it sucks. Tom Brady in a freaking championship game is just 
flawless usually, but I could see him falling. Um, I'm going to take the Packers in this one, and I'm, I'm going to take them covering by more than three and a half. There you go. What about the over-under? Real quick, let's do that quick. It's 51 points. I think that's easy. I think it's over. Yep. Same. I'm Taking gonna, the over. Actually, I'm going to bet a shitload on the over right now. Okay. Yeah, I, I think that's a good bet. I like the over. Oh, the last game was a horrible game, and it still hit 48. <laughs> that's when the Packers couldn't bring it all together. Yeah. Corey, what's your over-under? Oh, I don't know. Give me the over. Uh, okay. Okay. Over it is. The second to last game of the season is going to be Buffalo at Kansas City minus three. Go ahead, Daniel. I'm taking the Bills. I really Whoa. like. Wow. The way, I really like the way. No, trust me. I'm at. I have. I've told people for weeks that the Chiefs are going back to back, but I could just feel it right now. Mahomes is iffy, and you know what's funny. We're talking about this uh, previous week six matchup between the Packers and the Buccaneers. Guess who else played week six? The Chiefs and Bills. And what happened? The, the Chiefs won that game 26 to 17. Wow. Yeah. Um, but Daniel. It was 10. It, but Daniel. What? But Daniel. What? You know what I'm doing here? Yes. Yeah, I can't. I can, not, we're not allowed to say it because it's not our show. It's not our thing. Uh-huh, but but uh-huh, Daniel, yeah. but Daniel, that's nine points. That is nine points. But it was ten to thirteen at halftime that game, and Josh Allen is a different quarterback than he was earlier in the year. He has matured even a lot more as the season's gone on. Clyde Edwards Hilaire. That's the big thing. Okay, Clyde Edwards Hilaire rushed for a hundred. 61 yards against the Bills. I mean, that may be Clyde's, like, career, like, most for three years. <laughs> well, you're wrong about that. Mo- but anyway. Well, I mean, good God. The Bills' defense no, we'll, at the beginning we'll, of the year, we'll rushing about, defense. We're going to talk about Clyde Edwards-Alaire on the Kansas City deep dive. Because he's going to run for a saying. lot they, more than that. That's for sure. Come on. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. The, they won't have Clyde. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Okay. He's going to be hurt. Okay. 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 Le'Veon Bell can't do that. He's never done that. And Pat Mahomes only threw two touchdowns. So the Bills kind of did their job. If you if you hold Pat Mahomes to two touchdowns, you kind of did your job. Um, Josh Allen had two touchdowns, but he didn't have very many yards at all. So the Chiefs did their job. The Chiefs went into Buffalo and beat them, but I think Buffalo does it this time. Um, I love the way Josh Allen's playing. He's playing with just reckless abandon. He, I mean, we've talked about him for two games straight here. He's beat a good Colts team, a good Ravens team. Well, before last week, they were good. And then, ah, God, they suck. And then, yeah, I, th- I think they go into Kansas City and upset the Chiefs. And I hope it's not because Pat Mahomes is a late scratch because of his concussion. I hope he plays. But I think it's going to be a Bills-Packers Super Bowl. I disagree. And to make go it simple, it. you made a lot of really great points. But to make it really simple, 
Le'Veon Bell is still legitimate. I mean, like the, the man is still exactly who he was before. He doesn't get used the same way, but he looks the exact same when he runs, when he catches, the way he takes contact. Le'Veon Bell doesn't look any different. And so if Le'Veon Bell is the starter for one game or two games, we're talking about two games here. If you're giving me a healthy Le'Veon Bell with Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill and Sammy Watkins, I'm going back to this offense. I mean, it's the offense. I mean, Le'Veon Bell is going to show Clyde Edwards-Alaire what it means to be a workhorse back. I'm telling you, that's about to happen. I think Le'Veon Bell, actually, this is a great, okay, this just hit me like as you were talking, Le'Veon Bell is going to win Kansas City a Super Bowl. I am now torn because I said Tampa Bay in the previous episode would win the Super Bowl. So now I've got to deal with that shit next week. But for now, Kansas City is going to be Buffalo and it's going to be on the back of Le'Veon Bell. Corey, anything? Um, I, I hope it's the Bills. I'll be rooting for the Bills. And I hope it's the Bills and the Packers. I think that'd be just a really interesting Super Bowl. Two teams that haven't been there in a long time. But if Pat Mahomes is playing, I'm just going to take the Chiefs. That Him and Tyreek Hill are just so dominant. Um, they're, they're just a better combo than any. Well, Bills have Allen and Diggs, which is really solid as well. But Hill's a little more dangerous. But I don't really have a lot to say about it. I just think Chiefs are going to win. I, like I said a few weeks ago, the only team that I thought could take the Chiefs out of the playoffs was the Colts, and they're gone now. So I'm going to stick with the Chiefs. Chiefs, it is. Why do you say that Hill is more dangerous than Diggs? Because he's a lot faster. What about the route running? What about the that stuff? What about all the other stuff? I mean, Tyreek Hill's just a touchdown machine almost every time he gets the ball. And Diggs is a he's a top five wide receiver in the league right now for sure. But he doesn't have that he's not a he is a game breaker, but Tyreek Hill is just on a different level. What they have is unbelievable. It's just on a different level. Yeah. Yeah. I mean they're that chemistry is next level. That's like I mean, honestly, I just that to go back to the Colts thing, when Peyton Manning and Marvin Harrison had that connection. Is that not what's happening here? Is that what's happening here? Am I crazy? Between Tyree Kill and Pat Mahomes? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they are creating a legacy together. I mean, they they may go down. I mean, Mahomes, Kelsey, and Hill may go down as like the best, you know, quarterback, tight end, wide receiver combo of all time. There you have it. Yep. You've been listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Subscribe on your favorite platform and follow us at Huddle Up NFL and at Commissioner Mister on Twitter to keep up on the latest from the NFL and stay in the huddle. Excellent.